0: Welcome to an episode of One Track Gamer Talks or OTG Talks. Yes, an episode of the One Track Gamers podcast.
1: That's that, true. That is that, true. That, is, that, that,
0: that is, what is, is what this is. I'm not lying. I'm also not a lion. Get it? It's an old joke. It's a classic, and you laughed. Just remember that.
1: Let the record show. <laughs> you I'm laughed.
0: Laughing. Yeah, I can tell. Um. So. I'm Amanda, and this is... Say your name. Say your
1: name. My name is Corey.
0: Yay! That's you. I
1: thought you were going to introduce me, because you, you started saying, and this is...
0: I know, but then I pointed to you. You have to follow the visual cues. Gotcha. Gotcha. See? Okay. Huh? We're on the same, same wavelength now? Yeah, we are now. Okay. So yeah, this is an episode of OTG Talks. And today, our game topic that we are going to be discussing and talking about because that's the name of the podcast, is Final Fantasy fifteen.
1: Final Fantasy fifteen.
0: I know. Can you believe it?
1: They made that many of those things?
0: They've made more of those things if you include spinoffs and sequels. I don't. Well, then, yes, they've made fifteen. <laughs> you are right on par. Cool. All right. So, let's discuss this game.
1: Okay. This is a game that we have both played. It is. Um... It's gotten a lot of mixed reception. Talked to a lot of people who love it. Talked to a lot of people who hate it. Talked to a couple that were...
0: Okay with it. Just okay with (laughs) it. So how do you stand in that spectrum?
1: I thought it was fun, but I'm mostly in the okay
0: Mm -hmm. portion.
1: Like, it had a lot of stuff going for it that was cool. I like the characters. Um, Some of the story was good. Some of the world was good, but... Uh, A lot of the combat I didn't really enjoy. Like, we'll get into the depths of it, but uh, I thought it was okay.
0: If you were to compare it with some of the other Final Fantasy games, you think it's kind of mid-range? Is it on the higher end of Final Fantasy, lower end?
1: It'd be probably in the dead center.
0: Dead center. Yeah, Yeah. I've
1: got at least six or seven that I like more Mm -hmm. than that.
0: Like numbers six and seven? (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's see yeah, what I did there? I see uh, what you yeah. did there. So clever. So. Let's see, there's about 15. There's probably seven that I like more. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nicely done. I know. So good. All right.
1: How did you come down? I
0: I enjoyed playing it. I thought it was a fun game to play. The There were definitely some quirks that I didn't enjoy as much. Um And I enjoyed how the story started, Mm -hmm. Um, I did not enjoy how the story ended, and the original playthrough, how it came out, and then playing through and seeing what they adjusted and changed for their updates, and will you two stop it?
1: They they were laying down until we hit the record, and now they're just pacing.
0: I I know, they were being so good. Julia, that's what we get for giving you a treat. Anyway, um, so yeah, I enjoyed how the story started mm-hmm. but I, I didn't, didn't like the ending. I didn't like the ending um, but yeah, I really enjoy the characters, and the world's okay. It's one that you actually don't really spend time comparatively to other final fantasies. you don't spend time like on the water traversing to different continents or islands or anything like most of the other ones you're get in some kind of airship or boat or something, and you have to traverse the whole world. Yeah. This is kind of isolated to one big main continent, and then you have a side area that's like a water city, a city in the water with the canals and stuff that you go to briefly for like a chapter, but then you're back in the mainland. That's a big, sprawling mass. It, so it's kind of uh, a little bit different there. Yeah. You don't have that. And um, for airships, you really... You, you can upgrade your vehicle to become a flying car mm-hmm. with a lot of limitations. You can't really land it wherever you want or take off wherever you want, and you can crash it. Yeah. Um, to try and get around a little bit faster, but you could just quick travel too. So the time and effort it takes to fly really isn't helpful. I know you can use it to get to one area that's kind of a secret dungeon area to explore if you want to hmm. but other than that flying in this game is pretty redundant
1: do you prefer it to like 10 where you would just pull up a map and select where you want to go or you wouldn't actually fly you just pick it on a cursor
0: i don't mind doing that um because in 10 there were so many different spots to go so i kind of liked after you'd been there it was on the map for that because you still had to traverse it the first time on foot and then the airship was kind of like your quick travel yeah to a specific point. Um, I, I kind of like that more than, let's say, Final Fantasy VII, where you're flying around the high wind and you have to actually remember where everything is and fly around. But that also gives you a better feel for the area. You can actually picture right now, if you close your eyes, the map of Final Fantasy Seven VII and eight and nine. And if I close my eyes right now and try and picture the layout of Final Fantasy X, like which continents and which cities are where, I can't get a very good mental image of it because whenever like you're scrolling down the list it's i don't remember if it's alphabetical or by where you've done and like you remember the little dot kind of plots all over the dang place yeah so you never really get a good feel of this is what the map looks like 15 you do get a good idea of that but you're driving around the whole time
1: that's true and seven and eight since you actually fly to the locations you, you get nine, a feel for
0: yeah, it. Yeah, you know what the map looks like yeah and where the cities are, and what's where secrets are, and that kind of thing.
1: So you prefer flying the car to a uh, or list, or do you like just like the, only the quick travel?
0: Um, yeah, I like all of it, but I, I think I like the. I think I like flying in like seven and eight and nine. Nine did add the thing where in the airship, if you clicked on a dot, like if you pick Treno. You could auto-drive the airships there. Yeah. So you didn't have to actually manually do it. You could just say, oh, go here, and they would go there. You'd have to watch it go there. It wasn't, like, instantaneous, but... True. But we're talking about 15, you may Yeah, have... we
1: are. You getting off topic already?
0: I know, comparing. Um, so, how is the story? I
1: like the characters a lot. Okay. Um, Name I've... the
0: characters. Okay, well... In reverse alphabetical order. Go! uh,
1: Gladiolus. Ignis. I already messed up.
0: You're doing an alphabetical order, but that works.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's Prince Noctis, Mm -hmm. and then there is Camera Guy. Prompto. He's my favorite. Then there's all the side, kind of the the other royal characters, and Mm -hmm. a couple ladies, and... Um, awesome dragoon lady.
0: Who we had as a guest on one of our podcasts. We did. Aranea. Aranea. Yeah, she's a pretty cool character.
1: Who was the voice actress? Do you not remember?
0: Was it Sissy Jones? No. Oh, see, now, now I look gonna, like a jerk. I'm Thank gonna, you.
1: I'm going to look it up pause well no, no i'm not gonna pause them. this is real time yeah. uh the reason is we've had so many awesome we've been blessed with so many awesome guests yeah, that really. they all start running together a bit and it was a while ago
0: it was a little while ago but um so yeah she she did a very good job and she's a very good character carrie walgren,
1: walgren. awesome awesome lady yes she we love a lot you, of fun to
0: talk to and the character's really cool that she plays. Yes. I was kind of disappointed that the little DLC that they were going to make to focus on Aranea as one of their little side stories to expand the character apparently got scrapped when
1: with the latest to, thing, when they decided stop to
0: stop it. adding content for the game. Yeah, that's sad. Because she would have been an interesting character to explore because she's a mercenary for the bad guys, but then near the end of the game, you know, you find out she was just really mercenary and she's not a bad person so she helps you instead and then in the Prompto DLC where you get his story she actually helps him out a lot um, saves his ass so teaches him a few things yep
1: um, so overall the characters are great I think uh, most of them are pretty strong I really liked uh, Prompto's sister No, not Prompto's. Gladio. Uh, Gladio's sister mm-hmm. she had such a minor part but I don't know I, I liked her a lot um, and then there's the bad guy do you remember the bad guy's name?
0: The the red haired guy. Yeah. Oh um, yes, that's not him.
1: Uh... Emperor. Uh, not the emperor. It's emperor. The... No, emperor. Bad guy. Emperor. Evil. <laughs> um, emperor evil. He was Arden. Arden's his name. Uh, yeah, of course he's not an emperor And uh, Arden he was I thought he was cool um, especially near the end when he starts really messing with you
0: I liked the interactions with him that start like the first time you see him like he throws the coin to them um, to Noctis and Gladio catches it and like you're trying to figure out is he a bad guy is he like he gives them a helpful tip because he's trying to manipulate the situation so they do something for him yeah Um, but you don't realize it at first. So it's like, is he helpful? And then later on you follow him in a car to an area where you fight Titan and stuff. And it's, what's his real game? Mm -hmm. So that they kept him a little shrouded in the beginning. And then, yeah, later on, he just, he messes everything up.
1: Um, how did you like the locations?
0: Um, I liked some of them, but none of them really stand out. Like if you think about some of like the more iconic locations and areas in different places of other Final Fantasy games, there's a lot of really good ones. So this game, I know, like when you start the game, you have um, the station with Cindy's stuff. I don't want to say it's Hammerhead, but that's not something in Borderlands. Is Isn't it? okay? Maybe it is. Um, but it, it's all desert on the right side of the map, deserty mountain plain things. Um. So that kind of just looks like home <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I, I see dry desert lands and mountains here. So that that really didn't interest me that much. Okay. Um the middle area that had like some swamp plants, some of the areas around the swamps were pretty neat, but because it was a big kind of open worldish um area that you got to freely explore and go to to find locations in Quest, I don't feel like any... It's not like, hey, you've entered... In like Final Fantasy X, hey, you've entered Luca. Hey, you've entered the High Road, the Mehan High Road, or you've entered this area. It's It didn't differentiate when you've changed a zone. It kind of freely did it, but then none of the areas were like, oh, this is really super cool. None of
1: the areas felt like Memorable to
0: you? Well, no, I remember like the there was one like the really cool swamp area with those, um, that kind of looked like dinosaurs with the really long necks. Mm-hmm. Um, that area I kind of liked. Um, I didn't really care for the snow area or like the desert area on the right. I kind of liked by the volcano in the southwest corner. Okay. Um, I kind of liked the area near where Titan was, um, before with kind of those land bridges that were jutting out and stuff. But, like, none of them really have names or areas. Like, you, you have little dungeon areas, like the, the mines that you go into, the sewers. Fuck the sewers, as always. Sewers suck in video games. Mm. Um, and some, like, the little royal tombs and smaller areas that were actually dungeons that you left the main map for. Some of those were a little memorable, but, like... Name-wise, not so much. I remember Lestalem, the big city with the lights that you have in the multiplayer and stuff in the top left. Yeah. And then you have a few outposts and stuff. There's not that many cities, really. It's little outposts of people. Yeah, that's true. So I don't think that the locations were that strong. I think it would have benefited from more cities to interact with. Hmm. I think Seven had Midgar and Wutai and... Um, oh gosh, man, two, uh, more. <laughs> two Co- more Cosmo Canyon, Nibelheim, the ancient city, the forest place. Um, I mean, there, there's a lot well, more. Altessa was
1: a huge city, I feel like it was almost too big
0: yeah that was the other city the one that was in the water that was like all city there yeah, was no the whole thing was like it would have been, been cool if it had like some sandbar land masses with its own set of monsters or something so it was like you're moving right along and then you go to this city and all you can do is interact with i mean if you have a big city that's fine but it should have let you come and go and Like eased you into it, not, okay, you're locked in a big city for a whole chapter.
1: It's like Mass Effect 1 going to the Citadel, Citadel, and it's just like, wow, I'm here forever.
0: Right. So, what do you think? Do any of them stand out a lot?
1: My favorite area, just trying to think back, was on the, the train with Sheba. That train sequence sequence was pretty cool. That was a cool area, and then I liked... Very
0: cool. (laughs) It goes through the snow. Oh, no. Oh, boy.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, And then the Marlboro, like the big tree swamp area. Mm -hmm. Also
0: while you're on the train near the end, where it drops you off there.
1: You see a lot when you're on the train, like as you go through. And I I liked the quick, rapid changing of the areas, Um, even though you had to deal with the, the slow... Mm-hmm. team member at that point, but uh, the, the area w- looked really cool. But uh, overall, yeah, it was a lot of just wilderness mostly and then the, I didn't really like the big city. Like, it looked neat. There's nothing wrong with it. But I always get overwhelmed when I'm in a giant city in a game because there's so much to do. Yeah, you
0: don't want to miss anything. I didn't... I think one of the things that bothered me about the big city was um, taking the gondolas around was fine, but then um, I felt like if you... Like kind of just jumped over here it's like I wasn't done explo- do I need to go back can I get back over there and mm-hmm. it just running around trying to take like the little bridges and stuff you would end up in a really weird spot because it didn't really connect so you really did need to take the gondola over it was it wasn't an easy traverse if you gonna have a big city like that it needs to be a little bit easier to get around or figure out where you're at
1: yeah I thought I was going to sneeze for a sec <laughs> but I'm not <laughs> probably maybe you will and then i always hate how in the big cities like you you'll walk and then you'll hit an invisible wall and then that's where the next cutscene starts mm-hmm. and then you're locked into something else and then it's like you i always hated that too in dungeons where it's like all right you have four ways to go
0: and then you pick the right way and you didn't get to explore like yeah. the areas that what had a cool item or something on it right
1: yeah or i'll, I'll move up like and I'll find, like, one dead end, like, great, and I'll get the item there, and then I'll go to the next one, and it goes further, so I'm like, oh, this this must be the way to go, then you go back, go to the third way, and then, nope, that's the way to go, so you go back to the second one, it's just, I, I hate the feeling of, like, missing stuff, like, I'm not a, I like to do a lot in games, I'm not super big on 100%ing anymore. But I still like to feel like I got.
0: Yeah, I want to explore the all the, the dungeon because, like, what if that was the one direction that the part I need to make the ultimate right. weapon was, or yeah. the one rare ingredient that I need to finish this book? Like, especially with games like, um, like Kingdom Hearts, for instance, where you have to log every single item. Like, what if that was the one path I needed for that item?
1: Yeah, and they have to come back later and waste time looking mm-hmm. for it.
0: Especially if it kicks you out, like mm. dot hack the first dot hack. When you got to the end of the dungeon, and you yep. beat the thing, and it kicked you out, and I'm like, I wasn't done in there. <laughs> I was not done. Anyways, different game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're staying on topic. Focus. Um, okay. So, the story of this game, I was about to say the game of this story, that's not right. Um, so, the story summary, briefly, mm-hmm. we're going to be very uh, short and sweet here. Okay. Slash... Interesting. So, four boys go on a road trip to find a bride for Prince.
1: Well, the bride is set up. They're just going to pick her up so they, they can get married. To, they had to find her. Yeah, but you make it sound like they, okay. they're off to look for love. Like, no, okay. there's a there's arranged a marriage, and they're escorting the prince to her so they can get married and unite these two kingdoms. Short and sweet. <laughs> that was it. That was short and sweet.
0: <laughs> okay. So, Prince needs to get... I was about to say get laid. I'm going to say it. Prince needs to get laid. So, that is not
1: the focus of the story. So
0: his three friends are going to be his bodyguards because you can't just let a prince go wander the world while the country's at war. Um, they leave, and you'll never believe what happens. What happens? The bad guys sneak attack and push the whole thing into chaos. Well... Can you believe that? I can, because they're, that's what bad guys they're do. They're out looking for love, and boom, bad. Okay, so the bad guys doing that, obviously, the good guys are like, oh, no, what do we doing now? Mm-hmm. Should I still go get married, or should I deal with this big bad, right? Right. So they're all boo-hoo, there goes my home.
1: Okay, well, there's also an empire.
0: Yeah, the bad guys. That, that okay, well, they're
1: the empire taking over. Yeah. So when they go to get the bride, they kind of take over his city as soon as they leave. somehow what I said. Yeah. Bad
0: guys do bad things.
1: That's a little I, too uh, simplified.
0: Well, I don't want to Friends make it go out,
1: bad. bad people come. Oh, no. <laughs> the end.
0: So, the guys have to go around, and they decide that they should try to taking it down to the Empire, and still hopefully find Girl. Yes. But on the way, they decide that Prince is destined to be a prophesized thing to save the world. The king that will come, or the prince that is, or something like that. But in order to do that, he has to go talk to a bunch of big primals. And okay. get them to work for him. Yep. And not all of them want to work for him. Why would they? I don't know. They have to prove themselves. So, on the way to get the primals to like you, your, your fiance girlfriend is out talking to him first to awaken him up or something. So, you're chasing her around to chase around the primals. Um. You get to that big city, and oh no, the bad guys ruin everything, and now you can't get married. But you got a really cool dragony water serpent, so that's better than a bride, right?
1: Okay, like at what? Okay, to what extent should we (laughs) spoil, and then should we mark this as a spoiler cast?
0: Well, I don't want to make it too spoiler.
1: Okay, do we not want to like devolve into all the I don't want to like the say details? the
0: ending and stuff. I mean, maybe at the end we can go into some of the details, like specifically to that part. Like, oh, this part was cool, but spoiler, this happened kind of thing.
1: Yeah, we got to decide if we want to do like just a kind of our general thoughts on it and keep it vague enough where we don't spoil everything. Mm-hmm. Or if we want to just say screw it and go into like full... Discuss details.
0: Well, in the notes we'll just put spoilers in the last however many minutes. Gotcha. So you, after that you decide that empires cross the line. Screw the empire. Stop the empire. Well you and already kind of decided
1: that when they took over the whole
0: Well, yeah. But now it's now it's now it's personal. Now this time it's business. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> you have to go to the empire on a very fast streamlined version of the game. Chapter 9 to 13, it does not let you wander off. You cannot go explore really. And you have to go through that chap those chapters and get to the empire and then you find out that the bad guy was being manipulated by a bad guy. Oh my goodness, who would have seen that coming?
1: Yeah. Except for almost every game <laughs> right,
0: and then your your main character takes a long nap, wakes up, and he's like, "I'm ready to do this yeah and you had to like go in
1: a cocoon or basically and... for
0: like ten years, yeah, <laughs> while he's sleeping, the whole world goes to shit, yes, so he wakes up, which
1: I thought was really interesting, like like what what a bad con or not not a bad what a bad situation for them. Right. Where it's just like, all right, we're going to wait for you to get strong 10 years fighting But off, they like, weren't
0: even sure if he was going to come back, because they didn't, like, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> and they, like, obviously didn't say anything like, oh, 10 years, but, so yeah, after 10 years, he comes back, the four friends reunite, and then they're off to stop Big Bad. Yep. And that's kind of how the story goes.
1: Um, but you didn't care for the ending.
0: I did not care for the ending.
1: Because when you beat it, when it first came out, uh, the ending felt kind of rushed. The whole ending sequence of the bosses and, and the end. Okay. Um, when I played it, it was much more recently, and they've since updated the end quite a bit and added several bosses, several more cutscenes, and it was way more fleshed out. Each character got extra stuff to them, um, and it kind of felt more complete.
0: It did feel more complete, and um, what I really liked about it is they did a few more like shortcut scenes. They weren't necessarily too long, but stuff to give you important details about why the bad guy is doing what he's doing or what the Empire was really up to or why this whole big calamity that's screwing up the world for 10 years actually happened. It doesn't give you all that information, but it gives you peeks into it. When I played it, the only way you're going to find that out is when you are your main character by himself in Chapter 12 without any weapons, running around this stupid like military facility trying to avoid fights because they take too long. So you're by yourself, and you find every single little, um, like document that pops up in small white writing on the screen, a teeny little thing. And if you actually took the time to read every single document of like these people's research reports and put it all together, which is you know, it's fine to do that for like added information on story. If you want more if you want lore more. background. Yeah. But to for that to be the main story points. Without that, you don't realize who Arden is at the end of the game. Yeah. Without reading all that, you don't realize how some of this problem happened. Not or to mention the clones for the Empire or what they were doing to the demons, that kinda of, like you don't get any of that information, which is kind of important to understand why things are going on.
1: The first seventy percent of the game you get very little story. Yeah. It's very bare, it's like a few big things happen, but it's like there there's so much no there's just no story really. Like very little. And then it just crams it all in at the end like they didn't have time to pace it correctly. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it probably is mostly a pacing issue. Like I kind of like the beginning of the game more though cuz then you're just you get to explore with your friends and not everything's gone to hell. Mm-hmm. And you get quest um each little town and stuff gives you quest. A lot of them are kind of repeat though. I mean you get like bounty. I mean, oh yeah. Yeah, the normal game quest. The um, fetch
1: quest, go kill this monster, repeat mm-hmm. over and over.
0: But you got to explore at your own pace and do some stuff. And you, you got tidbits of the story and it wasn't it wasn't too slow, but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't very meaty to keep you engaged the whole time. Right. And then after the events in like chapter nine, then it's boom, you're here. You're here, you're here, you're here, and this is all we're gonna tell you get through it. So yeah, the pacing when you played it was a lot um it was still rushed at the end. But the added stuff they included seemed to really help. Yeah, and then they even added like an extra boss in the the last city that Cerberus, Omega. Yeah. No,
1: well, Cerberus was new. Wasn't yeah, and you and have to fight Cerberus. You right? have to fight him, and then they added Omega weapon, and he's which is a, optional. He's optional, but he's really hard. Just takes hard <laughs> for the course. Yeah. Uh, Omega weapon is always an extra boss in Final Fantasies that are really hard. And he was. Yeah, he was an asshole. He really was. I had to like, glitch him into a wall to kill him because he mm-hmm. keeps healing.
0: Yeah. the, the fact, If you're going to make a boss that's super hard that can kill you that fast and has that much life, he shouldn't freaking regenerate too. Yeah. And then if you walk slowly out to the corner because you're trying to dodge his ray and then he's like, oh, you left my fight? I'm in an instant heal. Yeah. That was crap.
1: Frustrating. Yeah.
0: What did you think about the way that you level up in this game? It's different from other Final Fantasies.
1: It is different. I actually didn't mind it. I like the traditional way where you just get XP at the end of a fight and you level up. Mm-hmm. This way, as you do stuff, quests, everything, it compiles. And then when you sleep for the night at a campfire or at an inn, and then it gives you all the XP at once. So you could level up ten times in, in one go. Um, it felt more like a... Somehow it felt more like modern, mm-hmm. where instead of getting the instant gratification of oh I got 10 XP for that fight, like you get nothing as you go, and then when you you just get this huge. It's almost like paying taxes, right? <laughs> it's like at the end of the year, if you if you pay into it a lot, and then you get a, hopefully a big bonus at the end, it just feels so good. Like oh man, look at all that! Like it just it feels like that. Mm-hmm. It's more gratifying. Um, yeah,
0: watching it take like yes, there's level, level, level. <laughs> yeah,
1: it, it felt it felt good it was like kind of waiting longer to get a bigger payout Mm -hmm. so that was nice
0: did you ever feel like um you got to a point in the game where it's i have to go kill stuff and level up
1: i definitely started out doing a lot of the side stuff for that reason i didn't want to get to the end and realize i'm too weak i need to grind because whenever i'm playing a game and i get to the end i usually want to just finish it i don't I don't like getting up to the very end and finding out I can't do something and I have to go do something boring repeatedly to get, you know, I just want to beat it. I'm at the very end. I want to see the story through. And then when I'm done with that, then I'll do the extra stuff. Um, So I definitely did early, early quests to level up quite a bit. And I I think I got to the level you did when you beat it. And I just called it from there and and went on. Mm -hmm. Um, Did I? Did I New Game Plus off yours, or did I start my own?
0: I think you did New Game Plus off mine.
1: Okay, then yeah, then the whole game was super easy for me, because that was high level.
0: Yeah, so you started off doing all the quests, thinking to level up and do them, but it wasn't really needed.
1: No, a lot of them didn't give much.
0: And I liked the fact that some, it was interesting that some of the ends, like if you if you sleep out at the campfire, like you get one times the experience Mm -hmm. if you sleep in like there was like a mobile park trailer it was like 1.2 times the experience and if you stayed at like the really fancy expensive inn that costs like 10,000 gil to sleep in you got double this experience yeah so if you stockpiled a lot and then you were had money and you could go spend it and get a lot of experience and that that extra little bonus was an interesting touch but it also seemed like it's kind of cheating like did they know that oh people are going to do this so that the levels take twice as long to make because otherwise you'll get through it too fast mm. but i don't know um what did you think of whenever you're out in the world if you needed to stop and get experience and actually have it apply now so you could fight something or whatnot you could use one of the campsites and whenever you break or whenever you set up camp your four guys all set up stuff, and sometimes you can have, like, interactions, uh, friend uh, interactions between Noctis and one of his party members to go do, like, a little side personal quest with them. Like, Gladio asks you to go, like, running and kill monsters. Prompto wants to go take pictures. And, um, yeah, I don't remember what Ignis wants, but um, Ignis will always cook if you have this stuff. What do you think of the cooking and the eating in the game?
1: Well... Um, the cooking was cool because you would get ingredients, and then there was a ton of recipes to do. Um, by the time I played your new game plus, you had most of them, so he didn't have any new recipes for me. Um, the the outdoor stuff with with Gladio. I don't know. That was just like walking, right?
0: I think, yeah, he would have you like walk or run with him to like find an item and maybe he'd run through like one pack of enemies. But he normally was like more of an exercise. Hey, you need to get in shape. You're out here.
1: I didn't. His wasn't that fun. Like Ignis was fun finding recipes. And then Prompto, half the time I'd, I'd take the detour to get a photo with him. But the other half is like, no, I'm trying to get somewhere. I don't want to stop and run for you know, five minutes to get to what you need, just to run back and keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was nice to add a little flavor to the characters, but overall, it felt like it happened too often, almost.
0: Mm-hmm. On those, yeah.
1: But I liked how each one had their own like specialty for like at the camp. Like each, I don't know. It, it helped add flavor, like I just said to the to the characters. Mm-hmm. So that was neat.
0: And then, in addition to quest, because you run out of quest. Um, each inn has the bounties that you can get. Yes, which are just chasing down enemies and killing them, either nighttime or daytime, or either to hunt people. And it's a lot, lot more dangerous to go out at night because all the demons come out. Mm-hmm. So it actually has like a threatening night and day cycle. If you're out at night, they tell you you should go back to a camp unless you're really positive that you can take things on. Um, the the hunts. They, they were okay. Um, there weren't that many that were really memorable because most of them are just standard enemies. Yeah. There was one that was like kill, um, I think it's Midgar Swarm. It was like a big serpent. But it was like a, the same enemy style as some other ones. So very few were unique enemy styles. Um, the big turtle, obviously, is one. And then um, I think you... Had a you you found a new one for one of the side oh. quest. I know it's like I did. like Catablepas but... or something, right? Yeah. Like, but I don't know. So those are those are interesting to do, and I got on like checking to see if someone had a new one that was unique. But most of the time they were the same, I and mean, you could repeat them. But just to make some money and some experience, they really didn't have a point. You could skip them all; the whole game really wouldn't matter.
1: Yeah. It's true.
0: Um, After they did the updates that streamlined the story and made the ending a little bit more flushed out, they also did the DLC, giving you information and background story for your three friends of what they were doing when they get separated from you at some point in the game. And once that was done, if you played the game, you could actually choose to control them and use their fighting style. Did you use anyone's fighting style other than Noctis?
1: I did Prompto a little bit.
0: What'd you think? Because he was fun. Third person shooter for him.
1: Yeah, um, he was fun in the in the multiplayer in that special mission. I also used Prompto. I used all three for that, so Mm. I got a little taste of them. them. Uh, Prompto was definitely my favorite with the crack shot um, and like weakening the enemy with a grenade, and then Mm -hmm. then you get their weak point and you can crack shot them. That was fun. Um, they definitely control different, like, Prompto, where you can actually go third person shooting out of nowhere and just Mm. machine gun them down. Like, it was, it was interesting. But I liked it. I mean, it was a nice added thing. It wasn't necessary, but it was, felt like an extra. It was cool.
0: Yeah. I'm glad that they made each character feel, or control a little different. Because obviously they shouldn't all control, like, Noctis. They shouldn't be warping around and pulling out magical swords from nowhere. Yeah. But, um... I find when I play, it's still just Noctis is warping. It's just too handy to not use. But Ignis's um, elemental daggers can do some pretty interesting combos. Hmm. What do you think of the chocobos?
1: I like the chocobos. I like that you could drift with them a little bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, the fact you that can each color them too. Yeah, each one has. You can change the color on each. Each uh, character gets their own. Mm-hmm. Um, they also had like their own racing track, which was really cool, which I, I did quite a bit of.
0: I'm kind of disappointed that there was only the one racetrack. Yeah. And it didn't really tie into anything. Like you could run on it and level them up some, and then just running around using the chocobo would level them up to, up to level 10. And they would make it so you can whistle for them in fights and they'd come in and kick or something like that. Um,. But I was kind of hoping for more of a chocobo race or something more of a story thing, kind of like Seven, because no one's had a big interaction with chocobos in it really since Seven. Like, they yeah, they really were important.
1: Seven had the best. Yeah. chocobos.
0: Eights were lazy. Nines, nines were kind of important if the you wanted to do everything and, and explore. But four, I mean,
1: fourteen has a lot to online.
0: Yeah, I and
1: mean, there's you could breed them and race them and rank them up and.
0: Yeah, they did add that to
1: So um yeah, it definitely felt not fleshed out enough. But I enjoyed what was there.
0: Yeah, I thought they were cute. They have like huge tail feathers, though.
1: Yeah, they're big.
0: I'm glad that they didn't have the um, the stupid like hanging ear things from thirteen, like where it looks like they have like, oh, dreadlock yeah. earring hair. Tails <laughs> on their ears. Yeah, those those always looked nasty to me. <laughs>
1: um, I know. You did some of the multiplayer online.
0: I did try it for a little while. You you played just as much as I did by I the did. time. So I I thought that was an interesting idea. But the being segmented into like, okay, you can have one heal that you can barely do. And it it was fun for a little while. Mm-hmm. And if maybe if I found people that I actually played with, it would have been more fun. Yeah. But I did like the fact that you could just say load it up with an AI. So if you didn't want to play with people and you just wanted to play some missions, you didn't have to wait for it to load a bunch of people into your group, and then if they drop or anything like that, you can do it with just AI partners. And I did that for most of it. Um, I tried one or two with people, but and then wait for the loading. But it was interesting. The custom you pick a weapon, you can customize it and upgrade it. You can pick your clothing and buy clothes and stuff, but eh, it wasn't, it wasn't bad by any means, and I probably would have played more, um, but now it's shut down, so it doesn't matter.
1: (laughs) Well, they, they moved it to the standalone, so it's still up, but it's, you have to like get the new, the new one.
0: Which I'm not going (laughs) to do.
1: I thought it was okay, like it, it felt pretty unnecessary, like, I mean, we, 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 I didn't play it until after it was pretty much dead. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm sure if I played it, and there was like tons of more people, and it might have been more fun. It was. It was okay. Uh, I don't know. It. It could have not existed
0: if it had like co-op multiplayer, where it's like, oh, it's a comrades thing, and oh, your friend next to you wants to play comrades with you. That would we would have played it
1: more if if we could have co-opted for sure.
0: All right. Well, I think that's about most of the topics. Unless there's anything else, like music wise or uh, character. Uh,
1: um, the music. Not many tracks come to mind. Um, mm-hmm. For a Final Fantasy that normally has a lot of good music, Yeah, I can't.
0: Like, I love so many Final Fantasy soundtracks until 13 came along. There's only a couple good songs, 13 on, but... um,
1: 14 has a lot of good ones. 14 does um, have a lot of good ones. But 15, I mean, the main Somnus theme I loved. Mm-hmm. And that was back when they announced 13 verses. Like, it was the same song. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Um, there's a few songs in there that are good. But overall, I, I have trouble
0: Placing remembering. Them. Yeah, they're, they're not memorable. I mean, they're fine when you hear them, but they're not memorable. But what they did do in this game, which is awesome for the music is whenever you're driving in your car and you can get an item at one of the shops to basically make it so you have portable music, like imagine an iPod or something, but you can buy soundtracks and music discs from other games. So we had like from Final Fantasy VI, we had the Dancing Mad song playing, and you get Final oh. Fantasy VII songs. And I mean, it's not the full soundtrack, but it's probably at least 15 songs from each oh, game. Oh, quite a bit, yeah maybe a few more one and two like the really eight bit sounding songs and so you could cycle through those it also had a few other things they weren't just final fantasy related they had other game songs as well a few um so that was a neat touch and then the fact that you could play it even outside the car so it's not like it's radio you like take a little cd player basically
1: that was added later wasn't it i think it was because before it was only the car
0: but that, that's a really cool touch. Yeah, that was nice. Knowing that the previous music was so good, you might want to keep listening to it.
1: And then the game also came with a movie. If you got the deluxe edition, it came with oh, it, or yeah. you had to buy it separately. But it was basically like an, um, an hour movie of the pre-story that was pretty pretty necessary to the, to the overall story. It to helps watch. to
0: understand like, why... Uh, why noctis was leaving then like you find out that his dad wanted him to leave then because he suspected something and he didn't want his son in the city while meeting with the bad guys um, for a possible peace treaty that didn't turn out so he was always suspicious of it so he sent him out here while he was setting it up this way and then what happened and the ring of power where it went and that kind of stuff. Not the one ring of Mordor, but you know, the other ring, the other ring, the other ring.
1: I thought the movie was good. Uh, it, it's just it kind of weird at the end, though, It did I drag like. a bit. Uh, it, I don't know. It's kind of weird having to rely on a movie. Like if the movie came out way later or way before to get you hyped for it, but mm-hmm. the fact that it released it's such, so similar, it was almost like a necessity. You got to watch this before you play. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike advent children from final fantasy seven where it came out years after the movie mm-hmm. or the game i mean and then the movie like we loved it mm-hmm. apparently a lot of people didn't i don't know mm-hmm. how it came was aw- or the movie was awesome <laughs> that's great <laughs> um but you know, like it it wasn't necessary to the game obviously it came out way later but mm-hmm. it, it did advance the story it was a you know and that was good to see but i mean it's just even weird like- how they release a movie at the same time making it you should watch this
0: yeah it's like if you really want to know what's going on, yeah. you better watch this. It. Just like if you really want to know the story, you better read every single piece of paper you yeah, find it felt in like an chapters, Extra step so. that
1: wasn't. I mean, it, I I don't want to say it wasn't fun, but it was just strange. Like yeah, they could have they given you it, some of this in the game for sure. They could have fit it in, but mm-hmm. a didn't. few
0: flashbacks here or there, have them talking about, oh yeah, did you know about this situation? And it didn't have to be an hour and ten minute movie. Yeah. <laughs> it could have just been cut scenes in the game. Mm-hmm. I agree. Forgot about that movie. Yeah. And the characters that are in it are the elite guard or whatever that you end up being in the comrades multiplayer thing. You're one of those. That's why you can kind of do the warp because you're siphoning off the power that the king gives you. Even though the king is asleep and who knows where he is. Yeah, But sure. He gives you that.
1: All right. So should we rate it?
0: Well, um...
1: Do you want to rate it or do you just want to...
0: Well, would you rate or recommend? Either way, whatever you feel more comfortable with. Do you want to rate it? We already said it's kind of in our average list of Final Fantasies. Yeah, I guess
1: we shouldn't... We don't need to rate it. Yeah, but, but
0: would you recommend it to people?
1: I would recommend it to a Final Fantasy fan. Okay. If you... if you Or if you enjoy RPGs, like mm. big RPGs, I would recommend it. Okay. If you're not a fan of long, long games, I would not... it's a long game it's a slog to get through
0: especially if you like to get distracted a little bit in open world games and oh i'm gonna go check out this i'm gonna go do this quest i want to go find this you'll spend a lot more time at least in the beginning when you're allowed to yeah um or the very end when you could (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. okay would you recommend it
0: i would um probably to the same crowd so i i definitely think it's a worthwhile play it's got good graphics. Um, it is enjoyable. The characters are likable. The story is okay. Um, it, the ending, I still don't love. But, you know, I get it. Um, there's, there's a few things. I think the thing that annoyed me the most about the game is when you're running around and you want to pick something up on the ground. Mm. Because the pickup button, X is also the jump button. Mm -hmm. And you have to like completely stop your momentum moving before you hit X to pick up that item. Otherwise, you're just going to jump over. Yeah. So how many times I was trying to pick up something and the idiot would just jump? I'm like, no, I don't want you to jump. I want you to pick up the thing that's sparkling on the ground. Yeah. So there's a a few little... Same
1: with talking to people. You always jump. Right. Trying to interact.
0: And then like the only side thing I remember really doing, that's like... mini-game side-quest type thing is the fishing. Um, So there's not, like, a whole lot of side activities either. No, there's not. But, so, yeah, I think it's enjoyable if you really enjoy, like you said, long RPGs. And it does have a bit of an open-world element, but not so much of um, an open-world like a Fallout or something where it's here's a big map and you can fill in as much of it as you want. Like, it's not that kind of open-world. You're still it kind of segments you, you have access to the right side of the map right now, then the next chapter you have access to the next sliver of the map, and you can explore and do what you want, but you can't fully go all over if you don't want to at that point. So you're still kind of segmented. Um, But for an RPG fan, I don't, for, it's not like full-on JRPG though. No, like a Xenoblade Chronicles, like all the anime tropes in it, or like a feels more Americanized, yeah, than your normal. So yeah, cool. I know uh, John wasn't a big fan. He kind of rushed it at the end just to say he beat it. I think he finally beat it,
1: which I understand. Yeah,
0: it it wasn't that engaging at the end for some people. So he'd be like, just either finish it or put it down at that point. Um, so, but I think, yeah, it's okay. Cool. All right. Got anything else to say about it? I don't think so. What about that opening song? Lean on me, oh. friends, something, push a car. Yeah,
1: they, it probably got got a has in me. my yeah. favorite opening sequence in uh...
0: a while. Well, in a, in a good, I, I compare good it to against. the other
1: Final Fantasies. Seven had a really good one. Eight had a really good one. But I think it might top it just because we get such a good idea of the characters. But basically, like, they leave this the, the capital. And then the very next scene, their car is broken down. And they're sitting on the side of the road all exhausted and, and upset. And they have to push the car. So you help your friends push the car very slowly. And there's a song playing... um stand by me Mm -hmm. and it it fits so well and it plays again at the ending and it like it it comes full circle um but it's a new rendition of it i I don't know who the artist is who does it at, Mm -hmm. at this point but it was such a good and they're just like complaining and talking to each other and kind of laughing it off and just it was such a good introduction to how they they interact with each other and their their personalities um but i i loved it when i first saw it when you played it i was like this was awesome
0: yeah so it's like wait, this is this is not a good indication of how my j- game's gonna start, yeah, it was we like, start oh, off with the car broken That's down. a bad omen, <laughs> but yeah, all right, well, this has been o t g talking about Final Fantasy fifteen yes it is it has with only a couple of diversions did pretty good, stay on track. Hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. hmm. hmm I don't know what's with that hmm hmm. hmm. So yeah, I think we did pretty good.
1: Yeah so we covered
0: it. I think so. So those were our thoughts on Final Fantasy Fifteen. If after you hear this, if you want to send us any of your thoughts about Final Fantasy Fifteen or anything else that would have been good to discuss, please do at one or Twitter at OneTrackGamers, or you can email us at one OneTrek, or at gmail.com. I'm getting my ads mixed up. Can you yes, believe so this? Ads. so basically. Look for One Track Gamers.
1: Yeah, let us know. I'd be curious uh, what you guys think of it. Mm-hmm. I'd love to know. Please let us know.
0: All right. And then um, what'll be our next game to talk about?
1: We'll have to figure it out.
0: We got so many. We got a lot. There's so many uh, games we've we played. We have a lot of games. We've played a lot of games. Yep. Well, this could be interesting. Hopefully. Hopefully. Anyway, thank you for joining us, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.